listening to Productivity with Holly, a practical and relatable podcast sharing actionable productivity tips for business and life. I'm your host, Holly Barrack. Thanks so much for listening. Dropping every Monday, episodes will be a combination of solo and guest chats. And now, in the interest of productivity, let's get to it. This episode is coming to you less than a week after being written. If you've just found Productivity with Holly, I write all my solo episodes, so I know what I'm going to say. It's a more effective use of my time because I find I stop and start and stumble all about if I'm just reading from bullet points, not to mention I tend to go off on tangents. And as I write, I read it out in my head, hearing my voice, listening to whether or not it sounds okay. And gosh, I do hope it sounds okay. Sometimes I even read it aloud before recording. This process helps me when it comes to editing my script before recording. Of course, when I am recording, though, there's plenty of ad-libbing going on and I do make mistakes, but very rarely do I need to go back and re-record. Not only that, I also write as though it's the day the episode airs as opposed to when I'm actually writing it. Now, getting to the point about why I'm writing so close to the time of the episode going live. Right now, it's mid-March. In the last week of February, my husband broke his arm after falling from his e-scooter on his morning commute. The break to his dominant arm, might I add, required surgery, meaning he was in hospital until they could get him to theatre. And that was a lot longer than expected. He had views right over Carlton Gardens and the Royal Exhibition Building, though, so not too bad for a two-night stay, but of course, we'd have rather he not been in hospital at all. Visiting hours didn't begin until 3pm, so I collected our daughter from kinder early both days and schlepped into the city. Hooray for peak hour traffic. Ugh. My normal work days are Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday. I work 10am till 4pm each day with Thursday dedicated to my business needs. All the behind the scenes things, which includes content creation. It just so happened that my husband broke his arm the day before I was due to write up a bunch of episodes ready to batch record the following week. While he was in hospital, I could only work three hours a day, meaning not everything could get done. Wednesday, the day of the accident, I had client work to tend to, plus I needed to organise a hospital bag. Thursday was a mashup of trying to do work from Wednesday, as well as my normal Thursday work, and trying to plan for the following week. Not only that, I was also absolutely exhausted. Solo parents, I take my hat off to you. I really do. And thus, here I am writing and recording the episode the week before it goes to air. Just minutes after we left visiting him Thursday afternoon, they told him he was about to go to theatre. That is how little we knew. He was in the very best of care, but uh, he was at a public hospital. It wasn't unfortunate because the care was fantastic. It was just unfortunate that they couldn't give him a specified time for surgery. Everything with the surgery went well and we were able to collect him Friday afternoon and come home. 
Now, his doctor's orders mean he isn't to do anything but rest for six weeks. That means that our house is less than desirable as I'm still trying to find my groove with everything. Our food supply from others ran out last week, so I've had to step up in the kitchen now too. Long before we knew each other, my husband was training to be a chef. He likes food, but he doesn't really enjoy preparing it. He does it though because he's quick and he can look in the fridge and the cupboard and throw things together and make a really lovely dish. So for me, the other day when I had to start cooking, I surprised myself and made some mini quiches. They were quite delicious and a lot easier than I ever imagined. Now, I can hear you thinking, what do you mean easier and than you ever imagined? The thing is, I am not a fan of eggy foods, so it's A, rare that I eat quiche, and B, make them is even rarer. (laughs) So to have them turn out as wonderfully as they did, it's given me the confidence to make them again. And I didn't make them from a recipe either. I'm just like, okay, I know that I need to put in some bacon and some spring onions and eggs and milk and some salt and whisk them all together. Um, obviously I browned off the bacon beforehand, but, and blind baking the pastry. And yeah, it was really good. And I think it was because it was more of a baking thing rather than cooking. And I'm more confident with baking than I am cooking. Anyway, there's the tangent that I was talking about earlier. I also made my Mexican mince that did us a couple of nights. Uh, that one I can do without a recipe as well, because it's, so simple. Uh, I can just grab spices from the cupboard and put it all together because Mexican is actually my favorite cuisine. And by the way, that tangent was completely off script (laughs) Uh, as is this bit, but now I'm going back to the script. So bringing it all back to productivity. I know from my own experience that when a loved one, a loved one is taken ill or injured or in the heartbreaking event of death, once the shock has passed and the adrenaline starts to kick in, I do all the things until I can't anymore. And when you've got a kid or several to look after, that changes everything again. This time around, I know that although fundamentally I'm the same, I am actually a different person and I have a better understanding of what I am capable of. Of course, I still had moments of, oh shit, how on earth am I going to get through the next six weeks? But I also realized pretty quickly what I needed to prioritize. I've had absolutely no hesitation in accepting all offers of help and also asking for, or in my mother words, in my mother-in-law's words, telling her what I need. And if accepting and or asking for help is something that you have difficulty with, I've been there. I've lived that for a very, very, very long time. If you haven't listened to it already, go back to episode 13, help is not a dirty word. And I talk about how I have actually overcome the fear or the the pride that you're experiencing in doing or not even pride but you know sometimes you you know that when you're too proud of a person to ask for help or something like that yeah go back and listen to episode 13 help is not a dirty word so while I was finding my feet those first few weeks and had the steady supply of food from others didn't have to worry about preparing preparing food outside of breakfast, lunch, and the 11 billion snacks for our daughter. Now, right now though, I need to meal plan. 
from next week, my mother-in-law will be able to help out again one or two nights a week, which is our usual arrangement, but everything else I need to plan. My mother-in-law has been on holidays for a couple of weeks, so I haven't had that extra set of hands. And my parents, they live 90 minutes away, so I can't just call my parents at the drop of a hat to get some help. So ultimately... The one or two hours that I will spend planning the next few weeks meal will save me time, meals, sorry, will save me time in the long run, particularly given that I'm not super comfortable in the kitchen. And the other way I'll save myself time and effort, to be honest, is by ordering the bulk of our groceries online. About 18 months ago, I signed up for Woolworths Delivery and it has already paid itself paid for itself time and time again. And of course, during the height of the pandemic here in Melbourne, it was pretty much the only way to shop, uh, but it was still handy to have. I'm able to pick free delivery on certain days because that's a part of my subscriptions, selecting particular days. Uh, And I know that it will be delivered in the time slot that I select or or close to it. And they communicate with you via text to let you know um, when your order is coming. I have my groceries delivered on work days because I'm almost always home and I am incredibly grateful for the privilege of being able to have groceries delivered to our door. I really am. Now, seasoned listeners, you'll know that I'm also much better than I used to be about at uh, listening to my body and when it needs rest. So I have actually been doing a whole lot of rest as well. Sometimes, most times, (laughs) to the detriment of the housework, but I also know that I will be of absolutely no use to anyone as a burnt out mess. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, head back to episode four with Mim Dart, where we talk about soul modes. But soul modes aside, doing all the things for three people is taxing. Again, solo parents, you are incredible. Parents of multiple children, you are incredible. I, I really take my hat off to you. And This is definitely not a scripted bit, but I've just been talking with my podcast producer earlier today, Matt, and he said to me that he doesn't know how I do all the things that I do in running a business, having a podcast, having a child, plus having a husband with a broken arm. So he doesn't have children, but he has a business and he is married and has a life, et cetera, et cetera. And he's exhausted from what he does. I'm exhausted from what I'm doing. You're exhausted from what you're doing. So we're all experiencing this exhaustion. And I think it's just important that we we do. And you might not even be a parent. You don't have to be a parent to be exhausted. You know, I just think that we do need to acknowledge ourselves that rest is a huge, huge part of being productive. So with that... I want to say that I am privileged that I can both recognize and honor my boundaries to protect my health and well-being. In doing so, over the last few weeks, I have delayed a podcast episode from being released. It is live now, episode 21 with Karina O'Brien about working mamas. I delayed content for my organized Biz Village members because I just could not put it together. 
I ignored the piles of washing, which maybe wasn't a great idea, but I needed to be able to just watch TV mindlessly with my husband in the evening before going to bed early. And I want to say again that I recognize my privilege that I'm able to choose rest because I know that there are countless women and men across the globe who cannot rest. And for my privilege, I am incredibly grateful. Bringing it to my business, I prioritize my time using my ideal work week schedule and time blocking. I'm actually about to release a new digital product to help you with time blocking. It's something that I've been using for over a year. I've wanted to test it and make sure that I work it, uh, that I use it and work with it every day. And I'm really happy with it. It's been tweaked and modified a little bit over the 12 months, but I'm happy with the end project. So it will be coming to my online shop very soon. Now, back in the two-part episode, episode 19, how I manage my time, I talk about how I use these tools and methods to stay focused in my day. Now, of course, I am absolutely not perfect and not everything always gets done. In fact, it's rare that every single thing gets done on my list because things crop up. That is life. But I have the tools and the methods to bring myself back to task if and when things do go astray. For a lot of people, myself included, days are not always linear, as evidenced by the husband breaking his arm. So in closing, if you find yourself in an unexpected situation that takes you away from your regular routines and habits, number one, give yourself the grace and time to adjust. If that means neglecting things or the complete opposite and doing all the things, then do it. You do what is right for you. Number two, Accept offers of and ask for help because if you have that network around you, I know that they will be willing to help you. They don't want to see you suffering and burning out. Number three, work out your best way forward using the mechanisms and methods that you know, love and trust. Right now in the time of adjustment, whatever, whenever it may be, it's probably not a good time to try and start something new unless you absolutely have to. And number four, above all else, as always, rest as much as possible. We're no good if we're burnt out with no one to take care of us. And although it's a hard lesson to learn, I've lived it myself. I think it's one that we still need to be reminded of fairly regularly. And finally, How productive you are does not need to be measured against society's expectations. Do what is best for you and your circumstances. And thank you. That is it for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode or any others that you've listened to, I'd love to ask you to help spread the news. There's a couple of ways that you can do this. The first is to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Leaving reviews help me to reach more people. And when you do leave a review, I love to read that review out and thank each person. So if you're a business, that's a great little shout out for you too. And the second way that you can help spread the news is to share the podcast with anyone you think may like it. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And as always, I'd love to hear from you. So don't hesitate to get in touch. 
Now, if you would like productivity and podcast goodness delivered to your inbox, head on over to www.madeava.com.au. And if you're on a computer, pop your details in the pop-up when it appears. If you're on a mobile, just scroll down a little bit to find it on the page and enter your details. If you would like to know what I get up to in between episodes to find some helpful productivity tips and learn a little bit more about me and the things that I offer in my business, you can come and catch me over on Instagram. Just search for Holly Barak. That's H-O-L-L-I-E-B-A-R-A-C. And it will be in the links for you as well. There is a few ways that you can work with me right now. I've actually got, uh, if you are listening before the 23rd and 24th of March in 2021, you can actually book in to do a 90 day workshop with me. It is a 90 minute, uh, sorry, a 60 minute session where we work together through your 90 day goals and how you can plan to achieve those. They are small, intimate sessions with no more than 10 women per session. So go ahead and grab your seat. It is $20, including GST. You get me for an hour, my 90 day planning framework, uh, a workbook that you can use again and again and again and again and again and again. You get the picture. Uh, and they, there are two different time slots that you can choose from. One is 1 p.m. on Tuesday, the 23rd of March. And the second one is 11 a.m. on Wednesday, the 24th of March, both in 2021, of course. So you can head over to the website in the shop and grab your spot now. You can also book in for one-on-one mentoring. Uh, Just find that in the work with me section of my website for more information. And of course, there is my wonderful online business community, the Organized Biz Village. It's a place for productivity, accountability, community, and friendship. And you can join at any time you like, because why not? Equity and accessibility are incredibly important to me. So I don't like the whole open closed door method. I want it to be there available for everybody whenever they want to join. It's just an incredible place to be. I love it. I love the friendships that I've made inside there. And I love being able to help women stay accountable and be productive in their own way. So if this sounds like something that you'd like to be a part of, head to organizedbizvillage.com.au. That is all for this episode. Take care, stay safe, and I look forward to your company next time. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Productivity with Holly. If you've enjoyed this episode or any others that you've heard, I'd love for you to leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. Leaving a review helps to build the like, know and trust factor and helps me to reach more people. To find out more about how I can help you maximize productivity in your business, head to www.madeava.com.au. And if you'd like to see what I'm up to on a more regular basis, come on over and join me on Instagram. You can find me at madeava. Thanks again for letting me share this time with you today. I really understand and know how precious time is. And until next time, take care and stay safe.